You're now listening to Generational Empowerment with Ashley J and the Hilarious J-Man. You know they got you covered with all the news that pushes social change. Right here live on Direct Access Radio. What's going on, world? It's your boy, J-Man. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. And on today's segment, we're bringing to you domestic violence. Um, We're going to actually be starting a series on abuse. So if you've been in an abusive situation, um, if you're currently in something, um, we definitely want to hear from you. We definitely want you to reach out. We definitely want to be of some assistance here at Generational Empowerment. We believe in breaking generational curses. Definitely. One podcast at a time. So you never know who this may help. So please make sure you share. Please make sure you like us on Instagram, Generational Empowerment underscore. And you can also find us on YouTube, Generational Empowerment Podcast. Podcast. So, um, Ashley, you want to go ahead and get us started? I will. So, you know, I'm coming with the heavy heat. So, domestic violence. It's four types of domestic violence, which is physical, emotional, domestic, and economic. Okay. Right? And people, I didn't even know what was new to me was the economic part. I mean, economic part, um, financial, that could be an abuse. Like, a person would do things based on because of their um, economic status. Like, you know, you don't have any money, so you may go rob a bank. That's abuse as well, or get someone to coerce you thinking that, like, let's do these type of bids when, you know, it could put you in a situation that in the future will, you know, jail, prison. Right. The chain gang. Chain gang. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so those are the four types of abuse. So since February, there has been a 950 increased calls for domestic violence. 950 calls. 950 in calls. February. In February alone. February. Mm. But wait a minute. So, but February wasn't even the start of this COVID-19 situation. No, it was, um, you know, New Year's as far as this 2020. A lot of things, you know, the divorce rate started going up. Remember, we yeah, talked, we about, talked that. about that. Yep. Um, and then an increase for the divorce because of the COVID as well. But I think it was on the rise even with that. And then, you know, COVID-19, Corona, Rona, however you want to say it. <laughs> it just, um, you know, increased it more. Right. So that means that it has been a 35% increase since 2019. Wow. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah. That's 35%. Yeah. 35%. That's close to have. You know, like that's alarming. <laughs> yeah, that's very alarming. So, the reason why 
there has been an increase. So I got this quote, and it was like, people have lost their jobs. They're worried about their financial position. Children are out of school. Parents parents are um, homeschooling. And the stressors of health concerns. So with all of that, it adds so much stress. And with that, it creates a storm. So that's why domestic violence has increased because, you know, who planned on homeschooling? That's true. Who planned on not being able to provide or have a job, even though, you know, like rent's still the same, but you know, like phone bill, electricity, they're pushing, you know, your dates back as far as, um, you know, paying a bill, you still gonna have to pay it, but they still giving you some, you know, some of that um, grace period. But with all of that, cause you, that still don't alleviate anything. Cause you're thinking like, when we come out of this, I still got, yeah, you, you know, still have a pal. this situation that uh, is still going to be at hand, which is basically, you know, just creating a lot of debt. And with it creating a lot of debt, like you said, it's causing stress. And when people are stressed, what do they do? They lash out and they act out. Um, like me and you were discussing since the uh, quarantine, people have been placed in very abusive situations you have to think about those children that endure abuse whenever they come home from school so yeah. school was their only outlet of you know getting away from that parent or that brother or sister that might torment them and do things to them um same thing for the wives or the husbands out there that are abused by their mate you know at the end of the day their work was their outlet or you know being that able to stress just, reliever yeah being able to leave the house we're now put in a situation where people aren't able to leave the house they're not able to get away from that aggressor and now all they're turned to is to be in that house and be abused or wherever they might be you know home hotel whatever their living situation may be that's what they've been forced to deal with um so this this it pandemic is really Definitely. created a storm for families. It really has. Yeah. And, and, you know, even in a time where I feel like, you know, these situations can bring out the best as far as, you know, a lot of times we do work so much that we don't get to spend the quality time with our spouse or our children. So, you know, to even see this on a rise, right. it's like, why so? You know, and I understand these financial this and that, but it's not just your family, you know. The whole world has been affected, right, you know, and the government hasn't made it in a sense where it's just like, okay, you know, like in Canada, six months they're not paying rent. Right. You know, not on top of that, all the extra financial breaks that they're receiving, like they're they're getting so much money per yeah. month, you know. Uh, but you know, the United States, we just we haven't been blessed with a government that is taking care of those that are without at this time, taking care of the people um, that are without jobs. I know I was doing my research and they were saying that um, 6.6 million people filed for unemployment. Oh yeah, the unemployment. This definitely. week alone. Yeah. So, you know, you could only imagine what people are dealing with. Um, and it just really put a damper on so much. And I just feel like um, with that increase in employment and being denied for it, it's like, I see the reason why they're denied because they feel as though, okay, you know, in the eyes of, you know, um, what they're going through, that it's not gonna last as long. Right. So, you know, I, I don't know about too much unemployment as far as once you sign or once you start getting it, 
how long or you know when do they counsel or you know all of those type of things I don't know but they feel as though okay you will still be receiving some type of um, benefit and when this is all over right. like they send a stimulus package right I don't believe they're going to get that because they haven't even given a date. Well, the USA Today posted um, something uh, basically stating that Americans should be receiving their checks really, really soon. Really, really soon. Yeah, really, really soon. They said really, really soon. They said said that people can start seeing money as early as next week. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's one of those situations where, you know, you're just kind of playing a waiting game just like you do as it comes to income tax. Um... But what is really taking place is you're really getting to see the person that you live with, the person that you deal with. Yeah. Um, you know, and people are really dealing with some serious domestic situations. Yeah. Some serious domestic situations. Not even just people, the kids. The know, children, everything. yes, absolutely. Um, you know, you have kids out there that, that aren't Getting, aren't getting the meals that they're used to getting because they're used to being able to go to school and have breakfast and lunch. And sometimes, Ooh. you know, they don't have to worry about dinner because, you know, they, they had breakfast and lunch and they knew that was going to be their only meals for the day. Don't break some pizzas those. at school. <laughs> now imagine the situation of them just being at home. And yes, they have the food banks and the food drives that the schools are doing. And major shout out to Hosea Feed the Hungry. Today is their, um, their uh, Easter giveaway okay so yeah they basically are going around to different apartment complexes in the city of atlanta um and passing out meals um so major shout out to them you know especially with this pandemic going on it's just a big distraction from a lot of other things that we have um going on in the world it's also a big distraction for what um this weekend is all about i mean you gotta think about it yesterday was good friday tomorrow's easter so a lot of the things that we're usually, you know, celebrating, um, we're unable to celebrate due to this pandemic. Um, but let's get back to the topic at hand, domestic violence. Because <laughs> they went all off. I was like, okay, let me let him have his serious segment. <laughs> but no, for real, it's, it's definitely have changed. Like, I know two people that's in that situation, you know. And I can only give sound advice because, you know, it's so many things that can contribute to what's going on. Right, absolutely. You know, and I just, you got to look at it from a different standpoint. Like, it's not just you. Everybody's going through it. And then just see the positive. Like, this is a time where you can bond with kids that, I mean, your children that you don't normally get that time with. You know, you can do that one-on-one because, we you know, if you have multiple kids in the household, not one child is getting that full 100%, you know, especially if you're trying to provide a life for them financially. It's just impossible. But, so we're going to get right on to it. So domestic violence. What is domestic violence? So it's violent or aggressive behavior within the home with a spouse or partner. And the reason why I wanted to give the definition, because I was like, isn't domestic just like physical? You know, you think about it, but it's specifically talking about the spouse and not just because physical violence, I mean, physical abuse, it could be two women, two men, two children, a child, and, you know, um, a, an adult. So that's what is different between the physical and domestic violence. Right. And physical abuse is actually going to be one of our um, series. Um, so that Physical, is emotional, domestic, economic. Yeah, we definitely want to make sure that 
everyone understands that this segment um, is geared specifically towards domestic violence. We're trying to make sure that we are touching those lives of those people that might be in those situations um, and providing you with probably uh, some help or an outlet. Um, but on that note, we're going to take a quick break. And when we return, we're going to dig into some domestic violence. Victory. What's going on, world? I'm your boy, J-Man. And I'm your girl, Ashley J. And when we left off, we were talking about domestic violence. Um, there has been an increase in the domestic violence calls that the police departments have been receiving since we have been on quarantine. Um, so Ashley and myself decided it was um, probably the best time for us to go ahead and start our um, abuse series. Um, so today's segment is dealing with domestic violence. And basically when we left off, we provided you with the definition of domestic violence, which is violence or aggressive behavior within the home with a spouse or partner. Um, so Ashley, what else you got for us? Okay, so I'm gonna kick it off with you know, it's not just, you know, the regular, regular people, celebrities have been um, in circumstances where domestic violence, you know. So, I'm going to take it all the way back from 1974. The first, I wouldn't say the first case, but um, the first case where celebrities kind of been introduced to it, where it's just like, okay, it's in the public. It's, we all know, Ike and Tina. Mm. I feel like that's kind of me and Jay's situation. Jay is Ike and I'm Tina. He be trying to get me to work and I ain't going for it. <laughs> wow. But, okay, so we got 1974, Ike and Tina Turner, 1999, Dennis Rodman and Carmen Electra. And I didn't even know they were an item back then. Mm. We have 2001, which is Terrence Howard and Lori McComas. 2003, we all know Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston. 2009, Chris Brown and Rihanna, the infamous. And you know, they were just at the peak of their careers. So it was just like, it made a big staple. And I think because of the gruesomeness of her biting, I mean, him biting her and just all, um, oh, I'm sorry. One of our viewers, whoa. JTEC's message came up and I was reading it. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, that was um, that was uh, Vaughn. He had said that he he was telling you about his domestic violence situation. So, 2012 was Flavor Flav and his fiance and her 12 year old child, mm. and that has been you know the cases of domestic violence. And you guys, um, it's no joke. I have been a victim of domestic violence. I don't think I ever shared this with anyone. Um, but, you know, a part of me, I wouldn't say I wanted it a little bit, but I felt like I wanted to experience it to see how other women feel, like how can they get themselves in that situation? And I was quickly awakened. <laughs> like, this is real deal. Cause I always think like, nobody can't mug me. You know how like, you know, I live downtown and you get a lot of cases of, you know, people being mugged or, you know, um, adopted. And I'm like, no, no, it won't happen to me until, you know, God had to quickly show me that. I don't know why you think that you're above anything, but 
you can be got and it was not a pretty situation um i was just over here doing a little bit of research as you were talking um and it's been quite a few um celebrity men that have been involved in domestic violence of course you mentioned chris chris brown um you have johnny depp um where his wife she basically filed a restraining order then divorce papers um she basically was saying she was oh, abused yeah, the throughout their marriage Columbus Short, the scandal where he attacked his wife and then threatened to kill her and then himself. Um, even Joe Button, um, he reportedly was choking his former pregnant girlfriend as well as intentionally sitting on her stomach. Um, she basically miscarried afterwards and of course they separated. Who was that? Cause huh? Was that Sin? I mean, she had his baby, but who? When was this? Um, the article does not say when. It's just giving me just kind of like a breakdown of the different celebrities. Um, but under it, it's saying something. It didn't say like who. It, it didn't just say said who, girlfriend. No, it just said his ex-girlfriend. She probably needs to remain nameless at the end of the day. Just to, you know, she wanted to move forward with it. Um, you remember the football player Ray Rice? He was caught on camera in the elevator. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and he was dragging her body out of the elevator after she became unconscious after the things that he had done to her. Well, he just um, wanted to quit her, and that's how she felt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's been quite a few people that are in the limelight, and it goes back to... Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, these allergies are no joke this season. Um, but yeah, there, there have been quite a few... Um, celebrities that have been involved in domestic violence and I believe it's just because of you know they feel like they're held to a, a different standard, standard. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things when domestic violence takes place inside of a home you know people at the end of the day if the man is the breadwinner he feels that you're supposed to listen we learned that from Tina Turner you know he was like I make the money you know and you need to sing the song how I want the song and this and the third but at the end of the day you know what we realized from her story and from her situation was at the end of the day he might have helped mold her but he didn't make her she had the power within herself um, Definitely. and she left with nothing to you know turn into this amazing star you know on her own without you know needing anything from him all she wanted was her name Definitely. Yeah. So that ends my segment um, for empowerment for GE. I'm your girl, Ashley J. And I'm your boy, J-Man. And we're going to have, um, what is it, J? The Ear to the Street. All right. You and me. This is your victory. What's going on, world? It's your boy, J-Man. And you know I'm coming with the heat and my ear to the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got a hater to the right of me. <laughs> but anyways, kicking things off, Rihanna lets her money do the talking, guys. She's given $2 million to domestic violence victims, actually domestic abuse victims um, that are currently in quarantine. So major shout out to Rihanna um, letting her money do the talking for her. Um moving it along talking about uh domestic violence um as you all know this week yaya mayweather 
um, was arrested um, for stabbing NBA's young boy's baby mama, LaPatra Jacobs. Um, and basically, according to officials, Texas officials, she's looking at either a $10,000 fine or up to 99 years. Um, 10000 ain't nothing. 10000 is nothing. But those 99 years, that's something serious um, because it was domestic violence. Um, Why was it domestic well, violence? Well, it wasn't domestic violence. Okay. Um, it was assault with a deadly weapon. Um, but yes, assault with a deadly weapon. So Yaya Mayweather, um, and she's only 19. That's the sad part about it. She's only 19. Um, and I was actually reading something that her mother wrote uh, a few years ago where basically she was saying that she felt that um, Yaya would basically be running the money teams, um, basically the whole production. She would end up being the CEO really? um, at some point in her life because she was so involved um, in everything that Floyd Mayweather did and she just felt like it was just in her heart that she would do that. You know, she said that her daughter was just so enthused and she just seemed like she just had that same drive that her mom had. You know, her mom, she worked up until not too long ago um, with Floyd, blessed her with a house and a car and some money to open up her own boutique. Um, but she worked. She didn't ask him for a dime or anything like that. He provided for his kid and that was it. Um, so the one that was found dead, that wasn't her mom? No, 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 no. That wasn't her mom. Um, but uh, the woman that was found dead, his uh, other baby mama, she treated Yaya like that was her own daughter. Mm. Um, but moving it right along, um, as we were talking about domestic abuse, uh, just so you guys know, the hotline number, if you are in that situation, is 1-800-799-SAFE. Again, that's 1-800-799-SAFE. Or if it's a current situation, 911 and get up out of there. Um, moving it along, Lala Anthony has a new Facebook show called Reclaim Your Life. And during what we have going on right now, it is the perfect time to be reclaiming your life and getting back to, you know, figuring out your blueprint and what it is that you want to basically do in life. Um, on to people doing big things. Shout out to Tyler Perry. Um, he has been doing a lot in the community. Um, he went to Houston's um, here in Atlanta on Northside Parkway and left. Uh, his bill came up to $21,000. And he basically left $500 for each person working um, that day on top of what his bill was. Um, so major shout out to him. Also this week, um, he paid for elderly and um, the high risk individuals groceries at 29 Winn-Dixie locations. And here in Atlanta at 44 Kroger locations. So major shout out um, to Tyler Perry doing his thing, making sure that yeah. he's, you know, looking out for the people. Um, and even Cardi B has joined the movement along with Fashion Nova. And they're going to be giving away $1,000 per hour to families in need for the next 42 days. So that is set to end on May 20th. Um, so make sure, guys, if you're in need or if you need help, um, and that's a million dollars. Yeah, they've uh, basically posted it. Um, and when the first day they posted it, it was just like a major overload. More, they needed more manpower. Um, but they've pretty much gotten a handle on it. Um, so major shout out to Tyler Perry and Cardi B. They're definitely doing their things, especially seeing that my 
Next part is one in 10 Americans are out of work and 6.6 million people filed for unemployment last week. 6.6 million people. Um, it has been the greatest amount of people filed for unemployment since the Great Depression. Um, and it doesn't look like, you know, it's going to get any better anytime soon. Um, they've extended pretty much everyone's stay in place to um, either the second or third week in May. So, guys, I don't know what summer's looking like, but um, I think you need to be working on a fall body and not a summer body. Um, <laughs> I know I don't want a quarantine body. Um, oh, my God. Yes. But um, I know you guys remember me talking about Eliza, Future's alleged baby mama. Well, he went to social media this week and put her on blast, basically stating that she is a nobody and trying to gain, gain clout off of his name and the baby drama. So I guess he's letting it be known that she is still alleged. There has been no DNA tests, um, especially with all these things going on. And she's just trying to gain clout. And at the end of the day, he just letting her know she just sit it on down because uh, it ain't going to work. Um, moving along, you know, the COVID-19 started because of a lady eating a bat. That's where it all started, you know. Um, so there is a South Korea YouTuber, So So Young. Or Susu Young. Um, Susu Young. Killing and eating live squids and eels on camera. Um, and you have a lot of influencers on YouTube that are trying to basically get her banned. And I was watching some of the videos, and when I tell you it was quite disgusting, like she would you 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 know the the small squids she would cut their heads off and their legs would still be doing whatever they're doing then she poured some soy sauce on top of it and then they was just basically it was just like animal torture um and so they're trying to have her banned but yeah she eats live squids and eels and all of that on camera that's her that's her mukbang um so they're currently working to have her banned i believe there's a petition um Moving it along, um, yeah, that's quite quite gruesome. It was quite gruesome to watch. Um, moving it along, Kanye cancels his Sunday service choir that was slated to join Joel Olstein this Sunday for the special Easter performance um, due to safety concerns. Um, you know, his choir is usually somewhere around 100 people. Um, and the way that they had designed it where, you know, they would still be practicing social distancing, people would still have on their masks, but they still felt as though there were some safety concerns. So Kanye and his Sunday service choir will not be joining um, Joel Osteen this Sunday um, for the special Easter performance. Um, however, major shout out to um, those pastors out there that are still, you know, holding service online this and the third, still trying to reach people um, during this difficult time. I wanna know why pastor not doing it from the church and he's doing it from home. Um, you know, honestly, I, I, I don't know. Um, I do. We, we have to speak about that off camera. Oh, okay. Yeah. We definitely have to speak about that off camera because I don't want to, um, I don't want anything that I say to be taken out of context. Um, so moving it right along, um, <laughs> Babyface and his family tested positive for coronavirus. Um, on last week and he also posted last week as well because it was his birthday that he and his family are all well um, and now they have tested negative this is what TMZ reports 
However, it's a little strange to me um, just because in my recent research, um, they're not testing people once you've been tested once. So how did you get a retest if they're only testing you once? And yeah, it might be the money, but there was a young lady that stated that she tested positive. She was in quarantine for 14 days. She came out of quarantine. Um, she was, you know, going about her regular whatever, whatever. Um, and then she just went back to the doctor. She said, I just want to be tested again. I just want to be tested again. She tested again. She tested positive. And basically what her healthcare official stated to her was that um, they're not testing people again. Once you test positive, they want you to quarantine for 14 days and that's it. So these people that are saying that, oh, yeah, I feel better and this and the third, you might still be carrying the coronavirus and just passing it along by thinking that just because you quarantined for those 14 days and took whatever medicine, you're fine. But in actuality, seeing that you're not getting tested again, you really don't know. Um, moving on to a higher note, um, Harry Potter star Rupert Grintz and his lady, Georgia Groom, are expecting their first child. Um, as some of you may know, Rupert plays Ron Weasley um, in the Harry Potter series, um, and they were actually just pictured um, walking around um, in England or Italy or something like that. They didn't have any masks on. So it's kind of strange, you know, how people are just, you know, out in these streets and they want people to wear a mask and it's supposed to be this lockdown. But, you know, you got the paparazzi catching these folks out. So what's really going on in the world? What's, no what's comment. Really even the regular the people. Um, and last but certainly, certainly not least, um, Six Flags is on fire this week um, as people have been filing lawsuits left and right because they're still charging thousands of customers full price for their season pass while the park is closed. So basically, if you purchase a season pass and they had your um, credit card information on file when you first purchased it, and you know how you they have an option for you to pay monthly for it rather than paying on all up front, mm -hmm. they're still charging people even though their park is closed. So just like with my gym membership, they stopped charging me because mm -hmm. the gym is closed. So, And even Disney, which is a bigger name than Six Flags, has stopped all charges to their pass holders. So Six Flags is under a little bit of fire this week. Um, there have been people that are filing lawsuits and they're going to win because at the end of the day, you're not providing a service. You're not providing anything. You're still charging people. So... That has been my Ear to the Streets reports. I'm your boy, Jay Mann. And when we come back, we're going to have our freestyle segment where we're going to give some advice to those people that are currently dealing with domestic situations. You and me. This is your victory. What's up, world? It's your boy, Jay Mann. And I'm your girl, Ashley J. And this is basically our freestyle segment where basically we want to be able to touch those lives. So I have a few comments um from some viewers and um we have ashley who is gonna provide a little backstory on her situation and you know we're just gonna banter back and forth and converse and try to you know help someone out or help some people out um so i'll start with the comments uh basically the question that i posed was have you been in a domestic violence situation and if so what advice would you give to someone currently experiencing it and uh, one of our viewers stated, don't wait until it's too late to get out. 
Listening and learning when people are showing you who they really are. Don't involve loved ones until you are ready to get out. Get out and don't look back. It's not love, it's abuse. Um, and I think that's really big is that a lot of times when we're in situations, we get our families involved in what we have going on. And so of course, when we get our families involved, that brings judgment. Yeah. And if you don't leave the situation and you just allow that judgment to take place and you allow them to see that you're staying, then you have all these these people that are in on your business and, and trying to give you advice and this and the third, but you're not ready to take it. Yeah. Um, so it's best to make sure that when you're in that situation that when you're ready to get out, when you have made up in your mind, just like what we said, when a man's not going to act right till he's ready to. Well, a man or a woman's not going to leave a situation until they're ready to. So when you're truly and honestly ready to walk away from a situation, walk away from it. Protect yourself and protect your loved ones at the end of the day. And don't look back. Do not look back. Keep going and move forward because you learned something from that. One of the advice that um, this older guy told me that even in a relationship, well, he was telling me about, you know, when you first get married or just relationship in general, that even if you want to vent to someone, vent to the spouse's parents mm. instead of your own or instead of your friends or the friends that you guys have mutually. If you vent to their their parents, then it's not in a sense that they're going to take up for like him or her. It'll put you in a, in a place where um, they said it would be like a common ground. You know, because they know that person just like you know that person. Exactly. They know that person probably even better because they've been in a situation since growing and seeing behaviors from a toddler, adolescent, teenager. You get what I'm saying? So that's something that I have I've done before. Like I went to my husband's mom and we'll talk and she'll give me a lot of clarity on things that I feel like that pertains to me and pertains to the relationship in the whole that that's her son and she's telling me things and giving me those kind of pointers like okay well he he was this type of child or you know what I'm saying so I understand what you're saying but you know if you kind of approach it on this aspect like I how like how I did before you know things like that going from if I go if I went to my mom or she'll just be like mad or on the handle about you know feeling as if this ain't this or that or then she'll perceive things and then we have family gatherings now she's take, taking what she felt and now it's this uneasy energy you know absolutely absolutely um someone say, stated that leave now the promise to stop is just a front because the smallest thing triggers an act of aggression yeah um, and that's that's very true you have to learn your makes pattern and you have to learn what you might be doing when you're you're being abused you might have to learn what you are doing to trigger that um sometimes it's that sarcasm sometimes it's that you're talking back and it's not talking back in the sense of you're not supposed to have your own voice but it's talking back in the sense of you're creating a um aggressive environment where you're welcoming the situation that's um, toxic yeah you're creating toxicity toxicity between you two um rather than learning how to communicate with one another and sometimes we have to learn that some people's communication um the way that they were they were brought up or the way that they were raised was to be physical 
um, with expressing how they feel and yep. expressing, you know, what it is that they have going on with them. Um, so you definitely want to make sure that you're, like they say, looking at the man or the woman in the mirror and realizing what it is that you may be doing that is causing this situation to take place because there is a what is a cause and effect yeah to everything to everything um, and that's what so. we were speaking on um when we was off air that a woman can be a domestic violence well can be the abuser yeah, as well abuser. jay feel like i would be the abuser yes i definitely <laughs> do um and it, it's, you know, we, we laugh to kind of make light of the situation, but on a serious note, at the end of the day, you know, when you provoke someone and provoke someone and provoke someone, and then when things happen and you still, you still know, oh, okay, I know how to push that button. I know how to push that button. I have a particular family member where I know for a fact they've known each other since childhood. Um, they decided to get together. Um, and what she did not know was that, you know, he abused his previous um, child's mother. Um, he has about six kids with the previous lady. And um, they got into a relationship. They got married. They moved here to Atlanta. And she's got a mouth on her. And that mouth turned into him doing certain things, which she would... He would, he would do certain things as far as he might choke her or he might slap her. There was a situation where she got hit with the door. Um, but, you know, everybody on the outside, as far as the family hearing from it, it seemed like, oh, he's this horrible person, this and the third. And then it turned into a situation where we stayed 10, 15 minutes up the road from one another. And so a situation took place. He left. He came to stay with me. So, during that time, you know how things go when you break up with your mate, you, you calling, y'all arguing, this and the third. Well, she was calling, blowing his phone up, back to back to back. She called like 15, 20 times. Then he finally answers, and when I say she drugged this man's name, called him all sorts of things. Made, if it would have been me in a situation, I would have felt less than, and it probably would have provoked me if I was an abusive person to be able to put my hands on somebody. But to see that sort of toxicity between two people that say that they love each other, and you've watched these people get married, you've watched them grow together, you've watched them have a child together, and this and the third, but to know that on the inside, this man has to live with the fact of knowing that this is how you feel about him, yeah. or this is how you've made him feel. And every time it results to an argument, because you make more money than he does, you feel like you can make him feel less than. Yeah. So then when he goes to do something to you, you made it seem like he was just this horrible person. You just this stupid way. So we have to realize as people that sometimes it is what you say and what you do to a person that can cause them to want to place hands on you or cause them to want to do something damaging um, as far as abuse goes. But then that just goes with um, restraint, you know. When I was a kid and I was in high school and, you know, they would come around and they would have pamphlets. So, you know, we took classes and stuff about domestic violence. I'm not sure if y'all had that in y'all school system or not, but they would they would implement that with us. And I will never forget the brochure saying that you cannot provoke someone to put their hands on you because I guess that was something that was very common within the women saying that well I provoked him and that was just a justification for why because they were still you know scared or whatever the case may be but the reason why they state that is because 
a person's supposed to have self-restraint. You know, you, uh, you're, you're supposed to be able to restrain from a person belittling you, talking about you, this and that. But as we know, we're all human beings and we're emotional. So when you defamate our character in a way that, that, that may be slightly true, that we may believe those things. You get what I'm saying? Like, you know, women love to go below the belt when it comes to a, the man with endowment. You know, that's our first thing. And it may not be small, but... When a man, you know, he's already probably having these things that's going on about his sexual activities that, you know, it's just those things that trigger it. But what you said that, you know, it provokes. Some people know how to provoke. I just don't want anyone to look at this podcast, listen to this podcast, and think that we're advocates for people that 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 do pro- provoke, yeah, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That, that wasn't my point. But what my point was is that, you do have to look at the person in the mirror and you do have to ensure that you're you're not also a cause of the situation. Yeah. Because and, and, mm-hmm. and when you are, if you do realize, hey, I might be a little bit of the cause here, if that is your situation, because everybody's situation is different. Everybody goes through something differently. You have to say, hey, let me take a step back. Or that's when you have to say, okay, it's time for me to go. It's time for me to leave. You yeah. know, we've we've had our relationship. We've been able to do as much as we can do, but this isn't working out. This is a toxic situ- situation, and we need to just step away from each other. And like that question you asked me um, when we was off air, what did I learn in mm-hmm. a sense of, I mean, when did I, um, what did you say, when did I recognize my um, contribution to it or yeah. something when did such you, as basically when did you realize what role you played in the situation yeah and that and that's key as well too because with that situation it allowed me to you know um, dissect my personality no one knows this but when I was about <laughs> 21 I was diagnosed with narcissistic personality it's <laughs> wow. not a disorder it's just narcissistic personality mm-hmm. certain personality well, you know what narcissistic means <laughs> wow Ashley yeah we've been working together all this time and you didn't tell, tell me you was a narcissist cause you were gonna use it against me <laughs> <laughs> or you was gonna be like yep I know <laughs> you got all the signs of it <laughs> but no seriously like um, I was diagnosed with that and it correlated <laughs> Jay's looking up narcissism. (laughs) But anyway, so for a long time, for many years, I never thought that I was ever in the wrong. I never thought that, like, I contributed to anything someone else did or, you know, uh, someone else's actions, whatever the case may be. And, um... It, it, it was definitely an eye-opener for me. With that situation, it allowed me to become better because I was able to see my faults. I was able to see, you know, um, what I contributed in a sense. And it allowed me to kind of, you know, share a lot of things. So even even it was a bad situation, it was a good situation as well because I was able to, you know, transform a little bit. Mm. Well, not a little bit, a lot. Cause a lot of it, I'm sure. A lot of it. But, I mean, honestly, looking at the definition of narcissism, I think everyone has a little bit of narcissism in them. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone has some sort of it, whether it could be, you know, you're a perfectionist, um, you just have this arrogance about yourself, or just self-flattery where you just kind of like, you you have to be the person that motivates you and boosts your ego. So, everybody... 
um, has some sort of narcissism in them. It's just the point of how it's used. And if you're using it in a negative light, then that's when it might become um, what you have. Um, but I believe you're growing as a person and it's good that you are realizing it when you do it sometimes. It's all about that. And I mean, I, I don't have it anymore. You don't have it anymore. You sure? How you know? Because <laughs> I know. <laughs> you a doctor now? I'm not gonna get people like reactions, and that's what I have learned as well. People like reactions, and Jay is one of those people that he wants a reaction. And he thinks he can get under my skin, but he can never. I can never. Never. Uh, I love you to the death. I don't love you. Oh, well, that's all right. You still got to work with me. Um, but yeah, so guys, on a serious note, um, if you're in an abusive situation, um, if you have once found yourself in an abusive situation, you have to dig deep within yourself and figure find out what strength. works for you. Yeah, you have to find the strength within yourself to move forward from it, to grow from it, learn from your situations. And especially if you have children involved, you want to make sure that you're showing them the best way to handle it and the best way to, you know, walk away from the situation and, you know, really grow from it. At the end of the day, we're all put through tests and trials at the end of the day for some reason. And, you know, whatever that situation or whatever that reason may be, you have to find that and channel that and use it, um, use it to your benefit at the end of the day. Use it to your benefit. All situations you have to use to your benefit and to grow from them. Um, but yes, that was our freestyle segment. When we return, we will have the infamous You Got Me Fucked Up. You Got Me Fucked Up. You Got Me Fucked Up. I am your boy, J-Man. I'm your girl, Ashley J. And we'll be back. You me. This is your victory. What's going on, world? It's your boy, J-Man. And I'm your girl, Ashley J. And this is one of the best parts of our segment. It's our therapeutic portion. For sure. For sure. So go ahead and uh, turn them lights down, close them blinds, you know, get into your comfortable spot, light it up, pour it up, whatever you want to do, and tell us who got you fucked up. All right, Jay, kick it off. You already know how you do. So, um, let's see here. You know, last week I told you about um, my my designer and how she had me fucked up when it came to my mask. And, she you know, got it right this time. She, she got it right. Um, but the the once again, the coronavirus just got me all the way fucked up. Why? Uh, I guess everybody in the auntie is trying to make masks and do oh, this yeah. and a third. So <laughs> the elastics that she used to, you know, sew, they go around your ears, out of stock. Everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. Uh, my best female friend, she's a clothing designer as well. Um, shout out to her. And she just texted me this morning and said, someplace called Rosa was selling uh, selling uh, unused or they basically, I guess, people purchased it and they returned. Girl, 
Oh, gently used. You got me fucked up if I think if you if you think I'm finna use anything. Gently used, borrowed, or anything like that. What's them all them clothes the closet stores? Them um, uh what is it? Jesus Christ. Consignment. I don't want nothing from consignment, okay? I don't I'm want not consignment, nothing. it's that closet. Play those Play closets. Those closet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a consignment store too. They gotta be fucked up, okay? Please understand it and know it. All of my Oh yeah, I'll tell you said this new cash up got me fucked up with this new account and routing number. Cause oh, they yeah. want you to get they get you your stimulus package from them. <laughs> right. But at the end of the day, Cash App got everybody fucked up because what's gonna happen is people gonna start doing scamming from they uh Oh, oh, I'm, I'm going to pay you through my cash app. Hit my routing number and my account number. Girl. <laughs> but they already had an account and routing number. I've I seen like a while back. Oh, I don't. I, I have regular bank accounts. I got regular bank accounts, but when everything was going down with um, cash app, I was just looking to it seeing like, how could somebody scam? Like, when it just tap in the amount and send it, like, what, how you scam through that? Right. But that's my green ass. Oh, but yeah, Octavia said Cash App got him fucked up For sure. with the new account and routing number. So, Ashley, who had you fucked up this week? So, who had me fucked up this week? Obviously, you got yourself fucked up because you don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> J-Man got me fucked up this week. I'm tired, tired. I'm tired of working with him through the nine to five. I'm tired of working with him on the show. Like, I'm really the counsel his ass. The reason why he got me fucked up, right? So he come in to work yesterday with a whole monster gear on. Like he the fucking monster rep. <laughs> Wait, what, you, what, what we got going on, Jay? What you mean? Why is you worried about my clothes and my fashions? Because at if work, I'm happy you said with my fashions, then you shouldn't be worried about my fashions. He's so shady. He is because he told us that we only can wear jeans, right? With our uniform shirt, and he come in with some damn monster gear on. I had a monster shirt and a monster hat. I looked like I worked for. A you was a monster. I'm a monster. <laughs> he said you're a monster. <laughs> Monster, monster. <laughs> you know that Rico World was... says Corona got him fucked up. I'm ready to get out the house ASAP. Steve, who got you fucked up? We want to know. I don't I really have me fucked up this week, because I just said J-Man because he's an easy target. Yeah, she always seems to go after me, but just so y'all know, just so y'all don't have no type of confusions, we love each other like brother and sister. That's my road dog. That's my homie. Why you look confused? Because you're not my brother. We do not like each other, for sure. Oh. I just tolerate him. Okay, well, you know, now I got a clear understanding. Now, if you didn't know how I feel, now you know. Oh. So we can clear the air. Period, pooch. Well. <laughs> well, I guess that is the way we're going to end our segment here. No, I don't want to end my segment like Because <laughs> <laughs> clearly you got me fucked up. Let me go on and get my stuff and go. <laughs> no, 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 no. Jay only said that because somebody said that um we look like we don't like each other. That's all the reason why he's saying that. Oh, yeah. Somebody did, you know, let me know that they felt that me and Ashley did not like each other. Um, they felt that it was really fake. and Coerced. Yeah, it was very, very uh, strategic. But little did they know they got us clearly fucked up. Um, me and her attached in a, in a way where even if we weren't on radio together, um, we, we we can pray for each other and 
you know. That's my soul, brother. Yes, yes, ma'am. I'll be having to pull him out of situations. Yeah, and I'll be having to pull her out of situations. Snatch her up. That's a lie. And gird her up. All right. Thank you guys for listening <laughs> to Generation Empowerment. We truly, truly, truly appreciate the support and the love, all the comments, all the shares. We do see you out there in the world. We'll be back next Saturday. I'm your boy, J-Man. And I'm Ashley J. And we'll catch y'all next week. Bye, show. <laughs>